Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All I Can Geek Gamecast, episode 591. I'm one of host Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Hoi. And Tony Korkanakis. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, viewers, uh, to 591 of the Gamecast. We're on Twitch again, once again, folks. Live. <laughs> feel free to jump on and ask us a question when you feel like it. Uh, we do stream Tuesday night, so once again, reminder, 8 o'clock, we start. Um, anyways, guys, this is the Gamecast. This has been a busy, busy week for me. Uh, so I can go quickly. Um, I played Elden Ring. I have status updates on that, and that's about it. I killed um, uh, the Morgat. Mar- 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 um, oh, the rematch, yeah. It, is it a rematch? I thought it was his brother. Isn't that his mm-hmm. brother? It's not his brother. I thought that's the lore. I thought I read all that. Like that's his like. <laughs> is this his brother? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I thought that was his brother. Um, so I, I guess. But um, I killed Godfrey obviously before that, uh, which was that was an easy fight actually. He caught me off guard the first time, but I, I killed him. him. I'm way up there. Um, it's not important, but um, <laughs> yeah. So. Godfrey killed me the first time because I got there with no potions left because I decided to slow kill all the enemies all the way up to him, not knowing I was on a boss. Um, and then I realized that uh, I would respawn anyways right at his spawn point because there's no like resting spot there, but there must have been a summoning place piece. I didn't see it when I went to fight him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I luckily respawned right out in front. And then the second time with my mimic tier, which is amazing uh, as mm-hmm. a summon, um, my blood damage is just so stacking good. It's ridiculous with, with my mimic thing. It's it's the coolest build ever. It's the build, coolest build ever. Uh, yeah. You got the nerfed version too. Huh? You got the nerfed version of the mimic tier too. They nerfed yeah, it I know I did. It's time. still, I mean, because the blood. It's still good. I, I, I know. Blood, it's still the blood good. Build. Yeah. I know. It's I mean, so good. Even I, didn't even, I didn't even kill Morgoth. You know who killed him? That dude. Uh, mm-hmm. The blood build. He swung. Pop! There goes like yeah. <laughs> you know a third of his health, and I'm like, oh my god! So there he went. But um, it was it was a fun fight though. That fight, I like that fight. Um, so I'm in the Forbidden Land now. Uh, so I'm moving along. I'm going to finish this game. Uh, I'm not gonna go uh, level myself up anymore. Uh, that's that's done. The only thing I was doing now is leveling wise. I'm not improving my stats except for my stamina. That's the only thing I'm doing now when I level. Like I got a lot of experience for killing him. Uh, so I just put it in stamina to increase my uh, mm-hmm. weight that I can carry. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. I'm not trying to improve my stats because I, I, I don't want to make it too easy for myself. Um, but I'll tell you, the mobs, the mobs kick your butt, man, more than the bosses. Like, they really do hit hard. Like, because you just take them for granted and they'll just they'll kill you. But the, I have to say, like, the world design in this game, guys, I, I, think, I don't know if I said it enough. Like, the kingdom I was just in, incredible. I love that place. Like, that was so much fun to, tr- like, to go through. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of platforming going on in it. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, it, it's, it's fun. Like, it looks great. Uh, really impressed. Really impressed with that. As this game goes on, the, the scenery gets even better. So, I, that's all I, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, that's really it for me. Um, like I said, I've been doing a lot of other stuff. So, bowling, it really does feel like, just real, It just does really feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to take, because I don't think he had, like, 100% direction of this, but, like, a book like written by like George R. R. Martin or like Brandon uh, Sanderson and something like where it's well, like you see these awesome details of like wow this is a, such a cool world to like be in and explore and just it, it's 
you know what it is? It is like a book because it's unf it's unfolding the the more you get into it. Like it's getting right. larger as you go, and that's a George Martin story right there. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's getting huge. Um, and it, it this like I said, the the interactions. It, it's just awesome stuff. It's such a grand. You know, it. I think the reason why I like this too is it's got an anime feel where it's like the the next level. You know, the next boss, the next power up. You know, you gotta get stronger for that next. It's just like you keep building up. Uh, and it gets getting more grand and grand and grand, uh, which is, you know, very Dragon Ball-esque, but, um, you know, very obviously yeah, from my roots. Talked about how they want to work with Brandon Sanderson next. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think his additions to this would be amazing for a game. Like an Elder Ring 2, if he could work on that, because he could actually work on that and give them a good story. And uh, I, I think yeah, it would be awesome. Like, here he goes, guys. I, I wrote yeah. you a book. And they'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah it, the lore <laughs> would be... He's Amazing. always wanted to work in video games, and he has a very good relationship with uh, Epic Games uh, and uh, mm -hmm. Donald Mustard. I think they like their friends. I know that they've oh. talked about stuff all the time, and he's always wanted to do things with games. And Blizzard had asked him to do stuff to do some writing, but he didn't want to do it because uh, they actually got offered some like writing stuff for Overwatch. But he said he didn't want to do it unless it was like going to be something that would interact with yeah. players. So he's got like all these ideas for games and what he wanted to do. And he's always wanted to do mm -hmm. a Dark Souls style type of game. So it's be interesting if they'd actually do something. I hope they do. Yeah. Is it R.A. Salvatore? <clears throat> is that the mm -hmm. one that did the Amalur? Like, yeah. look at the lore that that guy delivered on that game. Uh, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, and then Martin, obviously they, they did that on purpose. They gave him a very small amount because they didn't want, you know, that um, they didn't, I get, what was that? I forget what the, the, I mean, he built the outline. He built the yeah, game. he gave an outline for it. Um, but but Sanderson can do what R.A. Salvatore did. I mean, dude, the guy freaking wrote five books in like yeah, like year no. and a half. And, and I have full faith in him. Even like, again, like now you have an established world too. He doesn't even need a fresh start the way he works with his stuff. Like he is awesome at adapting to a world that he needs to, I, I've seen it with Will Time. Yeah, like it was so <laughs> impressive how he did that. Because in the, the news article that I, I saw this was like, well, they want to work with Wheel of Time author Brandon Sand. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why? He's done so much other things, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like Wheel of Time's not even his. Like, you know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> but he did a great job in that finale. Like, that's a finish right there. Uh, yeah. Man. Again, like, I'm not expecting Martin to finish this book properly. No offense to Martin. If he can finish it. Uh, but Sanderson met the expectations of that book to finish those books. Like, he did perfect. Like, that was a great ending to a book series. And I can't stress how that usually falls flat you know what i mean so i i would love to see him at the helm of this kind of a, this like an elder ring too it would be so cool to have him writing for that holy crap um it'd be awesome so all right that's it for me uh tony what are you been playing more kirby um final fantasy patch came out today so i played uh the story mode of that a little bit just yeah. along. when you said that at first i was like they had a final fantasy patch for kirby and i'm like how does that work you know i got you then I, I, for a second i was like wait a minute oh my god okay so all right uh cory uh well i got to play no destiny actually Ooh, i played a ton and ton of wonderlands yeah um, I all, okay. so much wonderlands so i beat the game uh and max my level and the end game in this is very very good like um Better than probably any like other end game other than Borderlands Two. Okay, and I see so, how far you went with this comment coming up right now. So like basically, <laughs> once you end, once you beat the game, you have these chaos chamber things, and 
Uh, so you're doing these runs of different like arena battles essentially, and then there's modifiers that you can add to it, and it allows you to you know gain res um, a, you know a resource to spend on getting more weapons and stuff. But what, like I love about this game is that you know with Destiny, it's very the gaming loop is great and the social aspect of it is fantastic. But you don't really have a way to like change up builds or make different like you, if you're playing a hunter, your hunter is gonna do like one of three things Hunter, and yeah. pretty much. uh so with this like you just get to like mess around with the build so much and like what like what do you want to do you want to be like a nice guy you want to be a heavy spell person you want to use like poison you can just like go heavy into these different aspects and elements of the game and just like mix and match and like create all these unique different types of gameplay styles where like it's just that's a lot of fun to do and figure out what's going to work what's not going to work I was very fortunate early on. I got like a drop of a legendary, which I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I didn't really know what, what legendaries are in there. But what it's called is like the Buffmeister. And it's a spell, and spells are basically grenades. But what this one does, all it does is just boost everything. So you, you, you proc it, and then you get like a boost to your, you know, your movement speed, your melee attack, your gun fire rate, your gun damage. And it just makes you like super, like, powerful for like eight seconds and so i got that to drop really early and i just was like having fun with messing around with different builds using that that mod so it's a lot of a lot of fun just messing around in there and now that i'm 40 i've been trying to get all these different unique weapons and messing around with different builds and stuff to get to the peak of the after the end game which you have different chaos they call it chaos chaos mode or something chaos levels so it's like 20 chaos levels i'm at chaos level seven right now i think so, what was that? You liking it better than Borderlands 3? Oh, yeah. So far, uh, it's definitely filled that itch way better than Borderlands. Like, Borderlands, so yeah, at the time I was doing it, it was like so good that like, we're back in Borderlands and stuff, but it definitely died off a lot quicker and the story was just so bad. Here, the story is fine. There's nothing crazy uh, revolutionary about it. <laughs> it's not really like going to. You don't blow people's socks off or anything. It's just pretty generic, but it's not bad. Like Borderlands was bad, and everything here is like the quality, like quality of life stuff they do here is good. They uh, made it a lot easier to jump around places and get back to places. Um, but yeah, everything about this has been an improvement on what Borderlands Three had learned, and like they they put it together here really well and uh, made it more unique because it is you're creating your own character instead of having a character, and you're you know, fantasy based. So it's it's a little more interesting, you know, there. Uh, okay. And then the only other thing I did I uh, played was um, a 4X game, which is a board game called Twilight Imperium on Sunday, which took 12 hours. Holy shit! It was a very long game, but uh, that's that, that is the game. Like you are you 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 play this game, you are sitting down expecting to do like a 12 hour session of it. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So essentially, just space races, trying to uh, get as many points as you can to get to ten points, essentially first, and just flying around the galaxy, taking over planets, destroying each other, gathering resources. So it's a lot of fun, a lot of, like inter player interaction stuff. So there's seven of us playing that, which was really neat. Good times. Wow! Holy hell! So I wanted to session out there because it's definitely hours. one of those. Yeah, it's one of those games where it's like, all right, well, we'll get this like once a year maybe twice a year kind of thing so all right 
Mike? So I have platinumed Horizon <clears throat> Forbidden West. Ooh, Yay! Look at you, man. Which is uh, the the hard. It's so stupid. The last platinum I got was a dumb one where you just have to glide continuously for a long time because that was because it's one <laughs> of those the last random achievement ones. you needed. Yeah, that was the last achievement. However, and this is a, a little bit of a problem. This <laughs> I've be, done every quest in the game and every like side quest. And so I have all the achievements, but I don't have a single legendary weapon or armor all the way upgraded. The upgrades are so, like, the amount of machine part, high-level machine parts you need to upgrade things are ridiculous. And I, I, the, that's the only thing I would have to do at this point and beat the arena challenges, which are also very difficult. Um, you don't have so to do it to platinum. Because. I don't have to. But it's like I have these legendary weapons and I have nothing to do with them, and I haven't even seen them at like their full power. And I've done literally everything else in the game already. The only thing, the only goals I would have is the farm to upgrade them, which I did for a little bit, and then I'm like, all right, I'll stop now because well, yeah, I like, what's the point? You already conquered it, like yeah, yeah. I, I did because I kind of like I've had them, and it's annoying because when you the without any upgrades, which I did have, I have a few on the things I use, the legendaries I use. But when they have no upgrades, they're worse than uh, fully upgraded, like purple or something. So they're almost useless. And they're the rewards you get for completing like entire like categories of quests, like you found all these things or you cleared all the rebel camps and all that stuff. So you get them, and at the end, and you feel like they're big rewards, but you don't feel like it really until you spend a lot of time upgrading them. Um, so there's part of me that still wants to go back and do that more, but I don't know. I did move on though to uh, the Kaido file DLC, Ka Kaido files Lost Judgment. for a uh, Lost Judgment. Um, nice. And that's um, you know this is the first Yakuza DLC is normally not really anything. It's like little like. Aesthetic packs or girlfriend packs, more characters you can meet, or you get some bonus items. Normally, it's just garbage, but this is um, this is a substantial standalone uh, single-player story that's added on. Obviously, if you recall, the the main character um, Yagami, he's the guy who sort of in that like likeness dispute with his mm. uh, pub, his company a little bit with Sega, so. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't going to be involved here, but so he, you're like his right hand man, the sort of um, more of a Yakuza, Yakuza character. And then, so you take control of him when Yagami's out of town trying to do his detective stuff. And it's good. It's the same stuff, really, as Lost Judgment. Obviously, um, he has two different fighting styles, and it's fun. Um, so I've been playing through that. I put a few hours in it already. It's. It's good. We'll see where the story goes. It's definitely a totally separate story, and I think it takes place after the events of the main game, which I like. I hate when DLC pretends to be like in the middle of of the story or before it, because it gets all mm. kind of messy mentally. But yeah, no, it's yeah. fun, and I actually found myself like, oh, interiors. <laughs> I kind of miss interiors in games because I've been playing Horizon for so long. I have 125 <laughs> hours in that game, and. It, it looks great. The biomes are great. The interiors in the game aren't great. They all look the same. But everything else is looks great. But I was ready for a, 
a little urban place with like you know oh that's an office let's explore this room like <laughs> it's just a different feel so i am i'm glad i'm doing something a little different here and i don't think it'll take me too long especially since i don't think there's actually any side quests included in this which is kind of weird for uh yakuza or, or judgment content but i'm sure that's it'll be fine <laughs> i'll just go through it and if i really want to screw around i can play virtua fighter in the arcade so there's there always go. that cool okay uh let's get some news um let's kick it off with the activision blizzard news that started last week on april 7th which was that they were going to be giving their um, quality assurance testers, 1,100 of them, uh, increased pay, uh, converted from contract full-time. Um, huge, huge increase, right? Good stuff, right? Yeah, That's always good. After what Capcom we, had, we talked about last week. Don't you have the tweet there? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm reading. Well, I think he's, uh, he's, he's. I'm going to. I'm setting up off, the next. Part. I'm. I'm waiting oh. for the shoot. The the thing to drop. Oh, okay. So the, here's the drop. Um, Activision will not give raises to Raven QA testers who are unionizing uh, due to our legal obligations of the National Labor Relations Act. So there's the catch. Uh, so if you're unionized, you cannot get this raise. Um, trying to discourage the industry from unionizing, obviously. Um, in this situation, but and as Raven has already beforehand or not, but like you know, I don't, I don't know what you can do at that point. You just have to um, renegotiate it later, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea of the union is they're going to negotiate for you to get those raises. Uh, but the problem is, is Raven's kind of it, they, it's great that they unionize, but now that you have the people that are getting the pay increase, it kind of deters them from trying to also help that. Powerful. Absolutely. That's that's thing. the only reason. That, I know that's what it is. Like, yeah, on the surface, it's it's obviously a good thing, but they did this to deter anybody from ever trying to unionize from any one of their this, other. This strongly discourage. Yes, uh, it's just unbelievable that that's what is included in, that that won't include that. Um, I just it was a great story that came out uh, from Jason Schreier, and I was like, wow, and and I think he was even surprised by the announcement of this. Um, and then obviously you, you see the, the later announcement where they won't give unions raises. Uh, so, but, um, yeah, Activision still in the news. You you can't get, it's just, yeah. Can't just be like a complete W. It's it's gotta be a little, hmm, feels bad. Yeah. I mean, I think we can, every step forward, they're taking at least another step back. I mean, it's, it's been this for a while, but you know, fuck Activision. That's, yep. that's pretty much where we're at still. Uh, so there's there's only a few companies that get that status from us, and uh, and we can take it back. We have congratulated companies for pulling themselves out of the cesspool that they were in and becoming a viable great company again. And we 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 recognize that on this podcast. So you have a chance, Activision Blizzard. However, I don't I don't help hold out a lot of hope for this. Um, you know my uh, yeah, it's just unbelievable. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what else do we have here in the news? We've got, uh, let me get to it. All right. Oh, last week, <laughs> this was funny timing. Uh, last week, I believe we were do- talking about how we're, we're season two of Halo Infinite. You know, right? I think we were talking about that on the podcast. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the, the day after they announced, um, season two arrives May 3rd. 
Now, they did mention earlier that season two would be May, which they've said way back in, like, November. So we're, like, this long for season one? And also, being how, at the pace that they've been releasing things, there's was growing skepticism that that was even going to happen because they really didn't yeah. say anything up until this point. So May, uh, it's not May, like, 29th or anything like that. So I guess that's that's good news. Um, yeah. I and mean, uh, Three weeks yeah. away. Yeah, it, not um, far away. It's it's uh what ba- one battle arena they're adding. I think they're adding yeah. one of each. Yeah, one battle arena, ma- one arena map, one um big BTB map. map. Yeah, uh, new battle pass, thousand credits earnable in the premium tier of battle pass. New and returning game types such as Last Spartan Standing and King of the Hill. <laughs> Co op still slated for mid season two update. Hmm. Yeah. Hopefully the season two doesn't go six months as well, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's going to be summer gonna... if we... <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Jeez. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that would be... Because that would mean, yeah, you would expect co-op, what, like August? September. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah. Almost a year old to get into the game at that point, and uh, you released co-op? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's good that something's finally getting added and changes, but... It's also, like, at this point, it's kind of not that much still. Yeah, it's not, like, it's like, like, it's it's not going to be enough to bring people maps. back. To, no, it's know, like, not. Like, I mean, I'll give, I know I'll give it a look, momentum. but we'll see. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how long I'll give it a look for. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, what else we have here? We've got uh, the news about, oh, Epic. Epic. Uh, announced a $2 billion round of funding to advance company's vision to build a, the metaverse and support its continued growth. Um, existing investors, Sony, as well as uh, Kirkby, uh, which is the company behind the Lego group, um, have each invested more into their their company now. So Sony's dove deeper into it. I don't know what they're at invest percentage-wise uh, into Epic, but uh, I forgot they were invested in Epic at first. I saw this announcement, I'm like, Wow, that's that's huge. And then I'm like, oh wait, that's they've already kind of in that. Mm-hmm. So um which is not a bad thing to be investing in. Like we all said they want that they want that service game, right? Because they, yeah. they they see these profits like crazy. Um so uh you know, interesting. They didn't give any numbers about how much they invested, did they? I think it was another billion. Was it another they put a billion in? Oh, each party, each party respectively putting $1 billion in. So those two companies basically snatch, snatch up what they, uh, Epic was looking to raise. Um, so, wow, that's crazy. Uh, interesting. I mean, Epic's got no money, no issues raising money nowadays with their profits. I mean, with, uh, they're in the, with Fortnite. Fortnite's a huge cash cow for them where they can just, uh, milk that and, um, Show good good earnings to help raise more money as you go. So and talk about like a live service game, like that's how you do it. Not like yeah, you know. yeah. There are how many seasons are they with Fortnite now? Dude, a lot. It's insane. Know. They've had pretty much well, every game like season, character cameo the content. You know, it's like yeah. adding things that make it interesting, changing stuff up to make it interesting. Oh, yeah, constantly uh, giving players a reason to come back. That's what like a live service game is. Yeah. Right. And, like, as much as we joke about a lot of the stuff that does happen, but, like, they run stuff that, like, you know, the kids, like, 
they ran concerts and stuff like that, or like yeah, trailers. Play, yeah, trailers. The Star Wars thing. I want to say they did they play a they played a movie. I thought in in game or something. They did like that. in game. Yeah, yeah. It's so, we need yeah. the metaverse. We just got Fortnite. Fortnite is its own metaverse. It is meant yeah, to is. Sony is paying them money. Yep. Like, just please. Here's a billion dollars. Yeah, I'm going to make tenfold on this investment. Yep. Yeah. So it just makes sense for them because then they get the Unreal license. You know, I'm sure they got a better deal off of that too. I'm sure they did. Absolutely. I mean, Unreal 5 is their um, Horizon like, um, engine also, whatever that's called, the Gorilla one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Forgot. So, it's the same one they used in Death Stranding. I don't remember what. Kojima got to look at the whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it for the gaming news this week. It wasn't too much. Uh, I'm expecting NPD soon, right? We should be getting those this week coming up. Next mm-hmm. right. Next week, I thought it was that. Um. Not this week. Really? That Sudi Coden spiritual successor has got like a prequel coming out next month too. What's the name of that? It was like a bonus game, yeah. Yeah. So that would be wow. pretty cool to see. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I'm kind of into that. So uh, let's check that out. Uh, cool. All right. Um, I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Once again, we are on Twitch streaming on Tuesday nights starting at 8 o'clock. So tune into the MovieCast and the Gamecast. Write us questions during the stream. We'll gladly answer them. Also, you can email us for questions. At all you can geek at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, we post our podcasts to the audio versions on Spotify and iTunes. So tune into those, and we will see you guys 